This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Congress manages to keep the government going, but it's not out of the woods yet. The contracting community is having trouble wrapping its head around the vaccine mandate. And troubling figures on military suicide rates from the Defense Department. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress achieved perhaps one of the easiest items on yesterday's to-do list, avoiding a government shutdown. The House and Senate both passed a nine-week continuing resolution that will keep agencies running through December 9th. The Senate cleared the CR with bipartisan support, and President Biden signed it into law with a few hours to spare before the midnight deadline. The CR includes over $28 billion in disaster relief funding and almost $7 billion for Afghan resettlement efforts. Congress still must find a way to raise or suspend the debt ceiling before mid-October. The House has passed legislation to create a new job series in software and data. Under the bill, the Office of Personnel Management has 270 days from enactment to create one or more occupational series covering federal positions in software development, software engineering, data science, and data management. The legislation was initially introduced in May by Representative Jay Olbernolte and overwhelmingly passed by a 416-9 vote. An updated software framework is available to agencies and other organizations as they look to comply with mandates in President Joe Biden's cybersecurity executive order. The National Institute of Standards and Technology released version 1.1 of the Secure Software Development Framework this week. The guidance links to different clauses in the executive order, laying out how agencies and contractors should securely develop software. NIST is also looking for feedback to incorporate in its next update of the framework. Post offices are taking a hit from natural disasters. Federal News Network's Story Heckman explains. Natural disasters in recent years damaged more than 1,000 Postal Service facilities and cost the agency more than $30 million to repair. Hurricane Maria caused the biggest toll, leading to nearly $15 million in damage at 43 sites. The Government Accountability Office says more than a third of USPS facilities are in areas at risk of natural disasters. Flooding, wildfires, storm surges, and rising sea levels are just a few of the threats that USPS properties face. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Attorneys for federal contractors are still scratching their heads about the vaccine mandate. Federal contractors are to show proof of vaccination by December 8th, but guidance from the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force on implementation has been broad, leaving contractor lawyers to question how to advise their clients as the guidance evolves. Contractors are waiting for the Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council to put out a regulatory clause to provide further clarity on how to move forward. The vaccine mandate follows more complicated compliance challenges the contracting community has seen in the last few years, like the ban on Chinese telecommunications equipment. The Homeland Security Department is ramping up communication efforts with employees about the vaccine. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. DHS officials say 64 percent of the department's workforce is vaccinated. Deputy Undersecretary for Management Tex Alice. We want to encourage them. We certainly don't don't want to lose employees over vaccination. So, I mean, that's kind of our starting point as we uh, work this down. And I think uh, really communicating with them and uh, making available vaccines is a critical part of this effort. 
All federal employees have until November 22nd to be fully vaccinated under the Biden administration's mandate. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. The Air Force is getting close to fulfilling its mandate that all active duty airmen get vaccinated against COVID-19. 94% of airmen have received at least one shot and 75% are fully vaccinated. The Defense Department said in August that it would require all service members get the shot. The Air Force then set the standard that all active duty airmen must be fully vaccinated by November 2nd. Reserve and Air Guard have until December. The Defense Department is seeing troubling new figures in military suicide rates. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Pentagon saw a 15% increase in military suicides in 2020 compared to the year before. 580 troops took their own lives last year. The Army is having an especially hard time with the issue. It's seen suicide rates increase every year for the past five years. Army Secretary Christine Wormuth said in response that it's the service's goal to get the soldiers the help they need and to make it readily accessible. Some experts have pointed to isolation during the pandemic as a factor for an increase in the general suicide rate. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. Just over a year into the e-marketplace platform proof of concept, the General Services Administration still has not fully identified its metrics of success. A new report from the Government Accountability Office found GSA needs to establish a comprehensive plan that outlines goals and timeframes for each metric. Auditors say this will better position GSA to measure if the program is being implemented successfully or if the program needs changes before it is ultimately expanded government-wide, as is the current plan. Additionally, GAO says GSA needs to take additional steps to ensure the three portal providers are doing enough to protect federal data. GSA is helping federal buildings save money by putting up solar panels. Its inspector general finds the agency's solar panel pilot saved the federal government $330,000 in energy costs between 2018 and 2020. But the IG says GSA could do a better job selecting sites for the pilot. It found the agency paid more for electricity at two solar-powered sites than what local utility companies would have charged. The GSA pilot is focused on its Pacific Rim region that covers California, Nevada, Arizona, and Hawaii. In four agencies, six projects win the first tranche of money from the Technology Modernization Fund's $1 billion account. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. GSA, OPM, Education, DHS, and one classified agency crossed the finish line to win more than $311 million from the Technology Modernization Fund. The TMF board chose these seven out of 100 for that influx of money to accelerate their modernization efforts. GSA received three awards for a Zero Trust initiative, to expand login.gov, and to modernize the max.gov website. OPM and the Education Department also won awards to help with their Zero Trust implementations. DHS received funding for technology to protect the southwest border. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.